And happy new year, everyone. And welcome back to the Court of Three podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Breedlove, and I get to do this podcast with my partner for life, Lisa. Hello. Lisa and I launched this podcast back in 2021, a little over a year ago, with the mission to inform your mind, inspire your heart, and ignite your joy. And here we are going to share our joys, our triumphs, our challenges, and even some painful moments and how we are growing through each of them. And we hope that you will laugh with us or at us sometimes. Yes. Yep. And take time to think and even have your emotions move to tears. Yes. We want to thank you so much for listening and being a part of the Court of Three community. We are definitely grateful for each of you and certainly appreciate any feedback that you give us uh, in person. I had another, um, I know that um, his sister is friends with Elizabeth, so um, a fourth grader told me, hey, I picked up your podcast the other day because I said, you did? And he said, well, my sister had it on in the car. (laughs) My sister was listening to (laughs) it. The sister was listening to it. it. (laughs) Like the sister that Elizabeth's friend was listening to? Yes, yes. The sister was listening and she rides him around. So yes, he got to hear it as well. He said, it's pretty good, it's pretty love. Oh, that's awesome. It was. That's cool. <clears throat> well, if you get a minute, we would certainly appreciate you leaving us a review uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it's on Spotify or Apple, um, wherever you listen, we certainly appreciate those reviews. And we will also have our contact information. So if mm-hmm. there's ever any way that we can serve you, pray for you, encourage you in any way, we would love to be able to do that as well. We'll have that in the show notes uh, following um, the podcast. So Lisa, yes, you have our quarter three question of the day. Yes, I do. Well, the quarter three question in leading up to that, there's something very important going very on important. tomorrow night. Very important tomorrow night. Yes. Very important. I mean, we're alumni. Yep. This is home. Athens, Georgia is our home. And, um, last week was the peach bowl. Go dogs. Yes. One I mean, in classic, glorious fashion. Woo. Thought Stetson had left a little too much time on that clock, but hey, somebody said Ohio State, they saw the ball drop <laughs> right at midnight. <laughs> right at midnight. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Thankfully, well, we had the win. So well, I've, I've, I've heard it said that, uh-huh. you know, <clears throat> all in, in the rest of the country, mm-hmm. everybody saw the balls drop. Mm-hmm. Okay. They saw them drop. We saw it hook left. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Exactly where we wanted it yes. uh, to be. Not through those uprights. And that and that put us in that the national a championship. Crazy. That was a really good game. It was a very like, good game. I, it makes me nervous, but I do like good games. Like I, It's kind of boring to have blowouts. And by the time you make it to bowl games, uh-huh. and certainly a national championship game, I want it to be a good so, ball game. So here's my take on this. Mm-hmm. Here's my take on that. The last game Georgia played was in early December. The last regular season game? The last uh-huh. no, they played in the SEC championship. Okay. Okay. They and they won the SEC yes. championship. Okay. That was the last game they played before they played on New Year's Eve yes. in the Peach Bowl. So you're talking about several I mean, weeks, weeks mm-hmm. of 
no playing, mm-hmm. no playing any games. Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine how difficult the downtime. I'll, I mean, obviously, you've got Christmas in there. You've got holiday, yeah. holiday travel. You've got also there are awards that student athletes mm-hmm. are being mm-hmm. they're having to travel like when Stetson was a part of the yeah, Heisman Trophy to to banquets or yeah and all that ceremonies stuff. and so they're having to there's not any practices going on yeah at that point uh-huh so consistently like so there's a lot of distractions that happen between the uh-huh. SEC championship and mm-hmm. the and the bowl game itself now mm-hmm. i know there's a lot of work that goes in to preparing for a game but let's face it, game experience keeps the rust off. Even mm-hmm. in practice, I think mm-hmm. you can develop a certain amount of rust. And I think mm-hmm. that without having a lot of game experience time frame between mm-hmm. uh, the the SEC championship and the in the Peach Bowl, I think Stetson uh, and some of our other players had maybe a little rust on them. Just maybe. trying to get back in the groove. Just trying to get back or, in the groove yeah, of it. Yeah. And they always say that there's a lot That's of improvement why. between the first game and the next. Mm. And I think that with Georgia, I think mm. there's going to be a ton of improvement between the Peach Bowl and the National Championship tomorrow night. Yeah, I think they're going to come out really fierce. I think I think they're going to come out with guns a-blazing. Mm-hmm. They're going to be on point. And TCU's going to have their hands full. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna have their hands full. So. Yeah. All right. Well, and our son Jared today was talking about how, you know, TCU's defense is not near what Georgia's defense is. So yeah. probably gonna have some high scoring. I'm interested to see how TCU's fans. quarterback Max Duggan is gonna mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. Uh, against our defense. Uh, he's a tough. He's a tough competitor. He's a gamer. He's got a lot of intangibles about him. Kind of reminds me of. Uh, Tim Tebow a little bit and the way Tim Tebow played uh, the huh. game. Yeah. Yeah. Similarities. He's, he's got a lot of grit. Well, you got to hand it to them. They weren't even ranked. This is, this at is the beginning this, and it's his first, first season, season of at coaching. TCU. Yes. So, I mean, hey, I got to give him a shout out, oh. but we're going to take him down tomorrow. Yeah. You don't get to the national championship no. by accident. No. No. And again, without a lot of hard work and determination from those kids. Okay, so that leads us to the quarter three question. What is your score prediction for the national championship game tomorrow between Georgia and TCU? So my prediction, Mm -hmm. my score prediction Mm -hmm. for the dogs to win is 41 to 21. I think it's going to take I think it's going to take 40 something points to really Secure the deal. So I'm going to say 41-21. 41-21. Dogs win. Okay. I was was a little more conservative in my thinking. But I said, I thought four touchdowns and a field goal. So I said 31-21. Okay. 31-21. That's pretty good. That's uh, 52 points total. That's about 11 points underneath the over-under. Mm-hmm. Which they're calling for like sixty two and a half points total. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm calling for sixty two points. You're getting total. It. yes, but yep. Georgia, hey. I think Georgia is favored by twelve and a half at this point. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm giving Georgia uh, a lot more points. Yeah. Than, uh, than or maybe giving uh, TCU, TCU a little bit more points. More anyway, points, yeah. So as long as we get the as win. long as we get the win. 
Yeah. That's what counts. Uh, that's right. That's what One counts. point can win. So, hey. So, I guess with that, <laughs> if you listen to this podcast before the Natty and you want to send us some score predictions, let us know what your score predictions yeah. are. Yeah. Send we'll us. mention you if you have the score. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll do that. Uh, mm. You can put the score up on your social media, put them on your Instagram story or Facebook story or whatever. Make sure, be sure to tag us. Tag us. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the quarter three and uh, put your uh, score predictions in there. That would be awesome. So, a little update. Can we yeah. talk a little update? Sure. Tell us where you went right after Christmas was over. And you had to get well. Yeah. After having strep throat, I was a little afraid that my I mean, strep throat. I mean, what adult gets strep throat? I, was, I, I don't know, but it was awful. It was not, it's not a kid disease. Well, I had it like six times in one year and then kept getting it. And you finally had to build up your immunity. Well, they were going to take my tonsils and everything out. And so then I think I didn't tell my mom when I was sick, but. Well, I didn't, yeah, I get it with kids at my school, you know. That, maybe you brought it home to me. Well, I wasn't sick. Maybe you carried it <laughs> and you just gave it away. Well, that was a gift. You need a better immunity. No. Okay. But you, that was the you, worst. It, it I had is never, bad. I had never had a sore throat. Yeah. I don't it even want to, I don't even want to call it a sore throat. It was a pain. No, it's worse. It was a painful yeah. throat. It was. Mm-hmm. It was literally like swallowing shards of glass. Mm-hmm. It was that That's painful. what I remember. And even, I mean, when, when it hurts to swallow water, you know it's bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it hurt to swallow water. The it's only the thing swallowing. the only thing that soothed my throat uh-huh. was putting spoonfuls of honey in my mouth. Honey did? Oh, I was going to say ice cream or something. No. I liked cold. No, I needed I needed I honey. Cold. And it just coated my the back of my throat, gave mm. me some relief. That's what helped me. It was the honey. Okay. Yeah. It was All awful. Right. So, yes, I got well. And the day, uh, our the first day of the year, January 1, we mm-hmm. uh, there was a group of us guys that traveled out to St. Charles, Arkansas uh, to go and see my good friend, Brian Womack, and uh, the guys out there at High Plains Waterfowl. I was a little nervous about it this year because, once again, I don't know what it was. Last year it was a warm uh, experience, and this year, again, the uh, weather weather was up in the mid to upper 60s and uh, projected to be in the low 70s on our last day. And bad weather was coming through. And so we didn't really, I didn't really know what to expect. I mean, it's an ideal time to go uh, and do some duck hunting. Yeah, you in think Arkansas. this is the time of the this year. Is the, this is the prime time to That's go. That's why you picked this week. Mm-hmm. And we go out there and not really knowing what it's going to be like. Brian said that there was going to be plenty of ducks, but you never know. Sometimes yeah. the weather can. Affect lock that. them down mm-hmm. and they can just turn off lazy and they don't do anything well we got out there um and on our first hunt we got up pretty early in the morning got out to the uh we we're on a floating uh, blind in uh, right near the white river is where we were in saint charles and it was epic i mean we we got to do a boat ride out there to the floating blind. The floating blind itself had like a little kitchen in it. What? So, oh yeah, had a little oh kitchen in it. So Brian 
in the uh, about eight thirty that morning. We had been out there for about. This is know, like glunting. Oh, no. hunting uh, gl- like glamorous. like glamping hunting. Yeah, and you're calling it glunting. Uh, yeah, gl- that's a new one. Glunting. Hey. Hey, I don't know, I don't know how glamorous it was because it okay. was it was an old black stone okay. on a on a gas. Was you said a kitchen well, in the well? Bottom. Yeah, I mean it's not like it had running water okay. out there. Y'all could have your coffee and your well. Yeah, I mean if you took it, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. But Brian had the the black stone going, and he fixed us oh. sausage red uh, like sausage link links yeah. and eggs. Oh my and, goodness! Oh yeah, biscuits, grilled biscuits. Wait, and y'all are hunting. Oh, yeah. And so between... Sounds like eating. Well, we were hunting and eating. Mm-hmm. It was great. Okay. And between the two groups that were out there, mm-hmm. on Monday, we killed right at 60 ducks. That's great. We killed right at 60 yeah. birds. Uh, between uh, the greenheads, the teal, the gadwalls, we killed... There was a couple of speckle belly geese that uh, were were shot that day and... Uh, it was it was a great great hunt, and then the next day, uh, we had a little bit of a lightning delay because mm-hmm. of just the bad weather that came through. Mm-hmm. Had a little lightning delay, and uh, we got out uh, into this flooded rice field, and there were tons of ducks out there. And uh, this trip, uh, my teammate Will Parker was out there with his dad, and mm-hmm. uh, we we were out there in this pit blind. And before we could even uh, get into the pit blind and get our guns ready and get situated and everything, the ducks start flying and Will goes, somebody shoot that bird. <laughs> and Will already had his gun loaded and nobody was shooting. So he just pointed. He did it. He Two taps and he shot that bird. And the next thing I know, I'm like, I got, I got my gun loaded and here comes a bird coming over on my side of the pit. And I knocked that one down. And before our God could get into the pit blind, he was already having to go and pick up birds that we birds. were shooting. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And so it turned out to be. It turned out a to be a really, really, yeah. really good hunt. It was awesome. Now we need to make and then some the, duck poppers. And then the fellas. Yeah, the duck poppers. I'm looking forward to making some, some duck poppers. And uh, But the, the fellowship was sweet. It was, mm. uh, maybe we can make some duck poppers tomorrow night. I was going to tell you that. Yeah. We can do that. While we watch the game. Mm. Uh, but the fellowship is sweet. The Bible study that we do out there at High Plains is amazing. It is, uh, Brian has an incredible ministry. He's been doing this thing for 10 years, and I look forward to going back every mm-hmm. year. Uh, even Whether or not we kill ducks uh, is uh, not that important. I mean, we want to kill ducks. I mean, that is sure. an important part. But going out there, the fellowship the rest, the, the, the man cave that <laughs> is out there, uh, the, the conversations that are had. I mean, St. Charles, Arkansas, when you pull into St. Charles, Arkansas, the first sign you see for St. Charles is a little green sign that says St. Charles, Arkansas, population 250. Whoa. Total. Total. Wendell. 250. Oh, they, put wow. it on their, they put it on their sign coming into town. So it's uh, not very big. And they don't count the ducks because that fluctuates. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that fluctuates a lot every day because yeah. you got some coming in, people. you got some migrating over, and then wow. you got some dying, falling to their death. Man. So, but it was a great trip. Good. And uh, 
And then as far as another little update, mm-hmm. I am now Simbus certified. Simbus. Simbus. That sounds so official. What does that stand for? Simbus is an acrostic. Mm-hmm. It's spelled S-Y-M-B-I-S. Simbus. It stands for save your marriage before it starts. I like that. Yep. So now in my premarital coaching with my clients, yes. I will utilize this Simbus assessment to save your marriage before it starts. And our first client that we had to complete this Simbus <laughs> assessment we Spencer and Lisa Breedlove. <laughs> you needed somebody to be the guinea pig. We had to be to yeah. go through the program, right? So you could see the what data is collected and yep. then how it is um, accumulated and charted and graphed. Uh-huh. Yes, the language of everything yep. that you would move through with a couple, right? Mm-hmm. So on this assessment. I was told to take the assessment. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You were told to and take it. And then I was it. gently you... reminded because I forgot. <laughs> You're right. So with this assessment, it helps to um it will it will give us a framework for your mindset going into marriage. Mm-hmm. Um whether you have a resolute mindset or a reluctant mindset. And it is, there's like a range of right. what your mindset is going into the marriage. And that helps to guide the conversation. And then there is the well-being part that we talk about in the assessment. Like, all right, what are some caution flags that may exist? Whether if it may be, uh, like in my case, I mean, I put down, you know, uh, depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. So that helps to uh, create some conversation in the Uh, premarital coaching and it's just so good because it helps you be aware of this your partner yes that's gonna be your partner for life everybody carries some baggage gives you some understanding oh yeah because it took into account our homes that Mm -hmm. we grew up in our backgrounds Mm -hmm. and and really how does all this mesh right and how do you make it work? How, right. What are things that you need to be aware of? What are things you need to work on? Yep. What are things that you probably will do well and celebrate those? And another part of it is that, that it evaluates. It evaluates your context. So your social mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. your finances. Um, it, it gives you a money matrix mm-hmm. on like who's the saver, who's the spender. Uh, it talks about budgeting skills, financial fears, any debt. Um, that you may have, it helps us. It really helps to set the ball on the tee yeah. for some really great conversations. Yes, it talks about expectations, what your family dynamics were like when you were growing up. You know, it, it, what your mom did, what your dad did, right. if they were even present in the relationship, and then how that plays into how that plays into your relationship, your view your of marriage. marriage. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there are some dynamics that it that it goes through that we talk about. Uh, Lisa is an achieving spouse based on this personality type profile. She's an achieving spouse, fact based, uh, efficient, logical, get things done, get things done. That is more. She's more in that task oriented. I think it also said bossy. <laughs> oh yeah, it did say bossy. <laughs> yes, it did. 
Uh, I am more of a deliberate spouse, you know, devoted, um, accurate, disciplined. I'm more slower paced and people oriented. Lisa is more task paced. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. is, is what she is. And then, you know, we talk about our styles. We talk about love, which is awesome. That was really good. How each of us would improve our learn. How we would yeah. improve our particular yeah. kind of life. Because um, I know that we sometimes have some uh, third graders on here. So we got to be careful on how we approach that. But it talks about your love life. Mm-hmm. All right. And so it, it really helps us to have a really good, clear picture of um, of your relationship going into the marriage and helps you to identify some things that you can work on. Because this is one of the things that I heard the other day is that in the first 12 months of your marriage, that you will develop habits that will exist for the pretty much the remainder of your marriage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Whoa, that was pretty, that was pretty powerful to say that. They, and, they likened it to, to rut. To like, yeah, I even and thought about that a little. Grooves and yes, in a road, and you get in those ruts and grooves, and you stay in them. Yeah, and I thought about that word, and I'm like, I don't know if I like the word. I know because that. Here's what I came up with: train tracks. Okay. Train tracks are going in a direction. Yes. They're going in a. They're going yes. in a direction that. So it is sets you in a direction that you're going to keep going in. Correct. So mm. you set train tracks in the first 12 months of your marriage that are going in the in that direction that you need to go. You want them in a, a, a good, direction. A good yes, direction. a healthy direction, yes. But if you set and train tracks that, that are going towards yeah, I like that better. A, a bridge that's out, mm-hmm. you know, that's not a mm-hmm. good decision. Yeah. So yeah. set your set your uh habits to create some train tracks for a healthy marriage. I just keep thinking, what if we had had something like that? You know, I mean, this is just so invaluable that, you know. Yeah. So if, if you know of anybody hmm. that is getting married or if you are married and you want to do something mm-hmm. like this. Yes. It was good for us to sit and go through these things. Oh, it, it provided some good laughter it for did. us. It, it also did. pointed some things. Some it also pointed out some things that we're very, very uh, resolute in mm-hmm. when it comes to divorce. Um, it it pointed out some things where we have some growth areas. I mean, Lisa and I have been yes. married for 28 years. And there are areas in our life where we have to grow. Sure. We have to grow. Mm-hmm. And this particular assessment helps us to identify what those things are. So if that's something that you're interested in, Reach out to me. You can reach out to me at Spencer at the court of three dot com and we can uh, begin your assessment on that. I'd love to work with you and your mm-hmm. spouse on that, whether if you're getting married or you're already married, would love to be able to do that. So. All right. And today you also were able to have the opportunity to preach again. Yeah, it was great to be back at Bethesda Baptist Church down mm-hmm. in Union Point. Uh, I tell people down there, you guys are like my second church home. Yeah, they really are. I love those people. Yeah. It's been going on. This has for been going on for over three years. A couple of years, yeah. Over three years it's of going down place. and uh, preaching about once a month mm-hmm. and seeing them. And today's message was <clears throat> on God providing. 
And man, it was it was just a sweet service. Um, the 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 praise team that leads our worship, they do an incredible job. Very talented. Oh my yeah. goodness, I could honoring to Hannah, the Lord. Yes. Hannah and her singing, and then Noah and his uh, his ability to play the piano is so beautiful, just incredibly beautiful. It just and he's just so spirit led. Mm-hmm. And then Doug on the uh, Cajon. Uh, it's just it, the Lord has really put together a group of people that's just really special to work with, really that's has. Right. So it was good to be back. So today this is episode forty six. As we kick off yes. the brand new year, we are on episode forty six, and we have a new year with a new word. And one of the things that I did, I've done over the last several years. And this has really been something that um, my leadership with FCA has helped to um, really put in place is to determine, okay, what is our one word for the year? What's going to be the one word that defines uh, your year? What are you going to be focusing on? Like last year, my one word was gratitude Mm -hmm. and uh, through that one word, it helped to create a lens, I guess, so to speak, of um, how I was going to view uh, circumstances in life and uh, how I was going to be more grateful and practicing uh, gratitude. So we are going to talk about our one word. Lisa has a word and I have a word. All right. So. With our one word, let's talk about why we do a one word. Right. All right. The why behind it. Yeah. So why the one word? One, I think it simplifies. Instead of having this long list of resolutions, which weren't you telling me something about resolutions the other day? I don't know. What did I tell you? About how people... Like once they get through like the end of January or something like that, there's there's like a lot of failure that happens. Oh yeah, but and then then it sets in the depression and the yeah yeah. What were you, I mean? Unpack that a little bit. What were you? Oh, I don't I don't remember. Oh, that was really me telling you that. I don't think I was telling you that recently. I thought that was you saying. I don't that. think so. Mm-mm. Hmm. Okay. I don't think so. Well. But it just makes sense because sometimes we we can overwhelm ourselves. And, and yes. our pastor was talking this morning. It was do more of this, but do less of this, and get better at this. <laughs> and it's like ah. so. Yes, simplifying. If you just boil it down to one one word, word. one word, one word, it simplifies it. Gives you a focus. <clears throat> it, yeah, it brings it. It brings this coming year into a focus. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I said just a second ago mm-hmm. is that gives you a lens through which you filter the circumstances of your life. Yes. Okay. It gives you the lens through which you filter those circumstances of your life. And I think the other thing that it does too is it narrows in on your life purpose. Mm-hmm. And if you've never, if you've never done anything to, uh, write out what your life purpose is. I want to encourage you to do that. I want to encourage you to write out your life purpose, spell it out, put it on paper. Uh, one of the things that I have, uh, heard 
in terms of really, I think the, and I've, I put this down, like these are two leadership questions that every person should ask. Every person should ask when I wake up, do I look at my phone or do I review my purpose? Mm. Do I look at my phone or do I review my purpose? Cause a lot of people they'll wake up their alarm, their phone is their alarm clock. And then they'll pick up their phone. And they'll start looking at social media, checking email, blah, 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 mm-hmm. before they even get out of bed. Mm-hmm. And so they're looking at all of the stuff and then their brain goes into this work mode rather than or let's do. Yeah. yeah rather than. All right. Let's let's what go am I in. supposed to be. Who? Yeah. Who? Yeah. <laughs> who am I supposed to be? What is my purpose? I like that. So do I look at my phone or do I review my purpose? The other question that every person should ask is what do I want to be true in my life a year from now. That's not true today. Is that like just dreaming or. Well, you know me, I'm a dreamer. I'm going to work towards. You know me, I'm a dreamer. Yes. But I think that it's a way of saying a goal. Oh, okay. All right. This is more than just dreaming. This is actually, okay, for example. That's something I'm really working towards. For example, uh, what do I want to be true a year from now Mm -hmm. that's not true today? Mm -hmm. For me, it's to have a book written. Okay. I want to have a book written. It's so not, as you go through this year, you I want to will have be my, intentional. I want to write my book. Yeah. Okay. I want to write it. I want it to be complete. All right. Um, now, it may not be ready to publish, but I want it to be finished. I want the thoughts down. I want So I want that to be true. So that sets it in a goal. So mm-hmm. that means I've got to go to there and then back it up and create some smaller, some smaller goals mm-hmm. along the way, some milestones. Mm-hmm. But what do I want to be true in my life a year from now that's not true today? And then do I, when I wake up, do I look at my phone or do I review my purpose? And the one word helps to narrow in on that life purpose. And so for me, my life purpose is to invest in and nurture others to live life to the fullest through leadership, generosity, and faith. That's my life purpose. That's what I do. That's why I do. That's why I wake up. That's when I wake up and I put my feet on the floor. That's what I want to do. I want to invest in and I want to nurture other people to do what God has called us to do and given us the opportunity to do. And that's to live life to the fullest. That's what Jesus came for to give us that life. So my we each have a word. Mm-hmm. So we each came up with yeah. a word. Lisa's going to go first and she's going to talk about her word. And then I'll talk about my word. So Lisa, yeah. what's your word? What's so, your word? My word, it kind of came out of Advent mm-hmm. and the Christmas season. And it was something that we had said in a podcast. And I really just, it was kept continuing to be in the forefront of my mind and in my heart. And I wanted to carry it into the new year. So my word is savor. I and like that. Yeah. When you look at the word, it means an agreeable taste or smell, right? Right. Something that is good, something that you can delight in. And so as I begin to study that word even more um, in the Latin, and if you go way, way back to the origins of the word, it, it means to taste every part of the matter and actually to breathe it in and appreciate it to breathe it in yes 
like you're using all of your senses mm-hmm. is is that's the connotation um of the word back in the old language is that all of your senses are engaged in this thing that is pleasurable mm-hmm. and so i was thought of two verses that I'm basing this on. So in Psalm 34, 8, it says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Yep. And and that that's it. it. His character is good and true and right. His word that I can feast upon, his love letter to me through the scriptures. And then Matthew 4, 4, that man shall not live by bread alone, that, you know, I do enjoy food and that that's something we enjoy together. I like to cook and mm-hmm. we like to experience in our travels, different foods from places, but that's really, I want to take that and carry that into my spiritual journey this year. And I want to savor just my relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. I want to delight in it and, and, go deeper in in experiencing it with all of my senses fully engaged in my time with him my study my prayer life um and savoring what he has for me what do you think that how do you think that's going to change you um I think it it definitely, like you said, it gives me a focus and maybe shifts my perspective. Okay. Shifts your perspective how? That instead of just maybe, um, I don't know, maybe selfish expectations, but really thinking, okay, what is the Lord wanting for me in this? What mm-hmm. does He have for me? And that it's not about what I can go and get and do, but it's really about um, what he has for me, Mm -hmm. that he's wanting me to experience. I'm fully engaged with him. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. I like like the breathe in Mm -hmm. part, Mm -hmm. you know, because sometimes when you, when people think of, I think when people think of the word savor, they are thinking, you know, that taste part. Right, you know? but it's also the, you know, you think but of I didn't a think savory the, smell yeah. or a... Mm-hmm. I didn't think about the breathing in. Savory sounds that are pleasing to the mm-hmm. ear. Yep. Mm-hmm. To the sight. So what is... Uh, and I'll think about the aroma, the aroma of Christ. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. uh, what... What are those savory smells or tastes that you have experienced already in when in regards to this word, in regards to you know, taste and see that the Lord is good, mm-hmm. uh, the aroma of Christ? What are those? What are those savory tastes that you've already experienced? Already experienced this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you think of say, when you think of this word, um, mm-hmm. to delight in, mm-hmm. what are have you already experienced that? 
Yes, just, I mean, even in my scripture reading that I've started off at the beginning of the year, I wanted to read through chronologically. Mm -hmm. Um, Last year, I was going through just the books of the Bible to read through the Bible. But this year, I really want to do it in the order that the things transpired. Um, And I know many of them overlap with the books of the Bible Mm -hmm. for things that are happening at the same times, but in a chronological order. And so just even in that, just more of his character, his faithfulness, how he pursues me, I think has been because I'm just in Job um, and just who God is that and who is man that he's mindful of me, Mm -hmm. you know, that's good that he desires a relationship with me. So you want to know what my word is? Yes. Tell us what your word is. So the kid who failed ninth grade English. Right. Okay. Picks a Latin word. Oh, I'm impressed. Picks a Latin word to be his word for this year. Tell us. The word is renovare. Okay. Pretty cool word, huh? It is. Renovare. Just even saying it. like Uh Uh-huh. So when you hear the word renovare, what... It makes me think of renovate. Renovate. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. So the word renovare means to renew. Mm. Mm-hmm. It means to renew. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really cool this morning that Jason yes. was talking about Romans 12. He did. Which is the That's verse... That's what we're going to go through. That's what we're going to go through, which is the verse, Romans 12, verse uh-huh. 2. Uh-huh. It says, do not be conformed to the to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, his good, acceptable, and perfect will. So for me, as I thought about this year, mm-hmm. and I thought about that word renovare, that was it. I was like, I want to, I want to experience renewal. Hmm. I want to consistently be in a, in a state of being renewed. And I am, I'm being renewed we are. every yes. day. But do we tune into it? But yeah. tuning into that yeah. renewal yeah. and living in that renewal every mm-hmm. day, knowing that God has not called me to conform. He's called me to be mm-hmm. transformed and the conforming. What was interesting about what Jason said today, it was interesting that when you conform, it moves from the outside in, but transform is inside out. Mm-hmm. So I want to focus on the inside out from the heart and soul to what is projected on the outside, what is presented on the outside and how that renewal impacts my life, how it impacts my career, how it impacts uh, my coaching, how it impacts uh, the the opportunities I have to work mm-hmm. with uh, marriage couples. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to be transformed by the renewing of my mind so that by testing, I may be able to discern what God's will is. So the goal of the transformation, the goal of the renewal is to be able to understand what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. 
not only for my life, but also for those that come to me and, and seek counsel, seek help, seek mm-hmm. wisdom, whatever, to be able to help them understand what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will, and to point them to a place of, hey, let's start with renewal. Let's start with the transformational aspect of renewing your mind rather than and what and what is it that you're conforming to to the pattern of this world and let's break those conformist habits mm-hmm. and let's start working towards transformation and that you know and I know there are probably I know there are things in my life that are patterns of this world that I've conformed to that need to be I need to disconnect from and I need to be focused on the renewal of my mind, my heart, my soul. And so that is my word. That's good. That's good. I like that. So if we say, let's have a word for the year, and that's what we're encouraging you to do. um, I think we also need to tell people, so what are things that help us with having this word for the year? Okay. I picked my word. Now what? Yep. Now what? one of my favorite ways to do this Mm -hmm. is to create a Spotify playlist. Yes. You've taught me this. Create a Spotify playlist. So for example, I created a gratitude Spotify Mm -hmm. playlist. Mm -hmm. And as I would listen to music throughout my day, as I would discover new music, if it had anything remotely about gratitude, I would add it to my playlist. Mm -hmm. If it was, if it was anything that reminded me to be grateful for, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. added it to my playlist. Mm-hmm. So now I have a brand new playlist called Renovare. Now you're doing a new one. Uh-huh. And now I have a new one. Adding songs to and that. And the way that I did it is I went in and I put in Restore. I did like a search on yeah. music. I just so put look in up Restore. Your word. I just mm-hmm. looked up my word in Spotify. Or a synonym for your word. And and I started looking through some of the music. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. And then I would mm-hmm. hit it and I'd play it and I'd mm-hmm. listen to it. All right, does this does this fit with it? And I'm like... Yeah, that fits. No, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And sometimes uh, you can actually in Spotify, if you uh, if you have that paid subscription, you can do the enhanced playlist mm-hmm. and it will automatically populate, populate songs yeah. into your playlist that you may want to add to it. And some I like, some I don't. They don't really fit. So you just but don't you add can those. build your playlist like that. And some of those songs that I've added already are prayers mm. of um, that comes straight from scripture mm-hmm. and oh man. And it's just a great way to, to do that. So I like that. I like that. Also think, um, p- putting the word in front of you. Yes. And, um, I saw where you had made mixed tiles with yours uh-huh. this time, but before we've just put it on something, framed it, stuck it next to yep. your desk, your computer, where you are. Yes. Yeah. I was talking with a, the bathroom was, on the mirror, but, I was talking with a couple today and I was asking them, uh, mm-hmm. we were talking about the one word mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, if your marriage could have a one word, what mm-hmm. would it be? And, and the, uh, the lady, uh, immediately, immediately said perseverance. Ooh, I like that. They're in their first year of marriage mm. and they're in a brand new place. They're in a new mm-hmm. environment, new jobs, mm-hmm. looking to plant, you know, their family out. In, in this new location, 
perseverance. I'm like, that's a great word for your first year of marriage. Great word, you know? So, and I told him, I said, you know, you may want to find some before. scripture or yeah. you can put up on your wall, mm-hmm. a word, the word perseverance, mm-hmm. put it up just to be, to remind you. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah. What's another thing that we can do? Uh, I think, I think sharing it is really important, you know, um, mm-hmm. talking about it. People, we, we were saying happy new year these last several days when we met back up with people and friends and acquaintances and, um, you know, just as a greeting to people. So I think when you, you know, you have the opportunity, share that with them, tell them that, yeah, I'm starting my year off with, with a new mindset. And this is, this is my word that I'm focused on. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. One of the things I like to do is focus on maybe even grabbing a book that hones mm-hmm. in on your word. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, grabbing There's a lots book. Lots of do, stuff. Yes, that, yes. One that could be even like a study book, or mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. you can find books out there that uh, can be short chapters, which I like short chapters. <laughs> uh, you can and mm-hmm. and it gives you some practical advice. Yes, that you can employ and begin to put those things into practice. And uh, I think one final thing that you can do to help you live out your one word is to stay on a Bible reading plan. Definitely. Maybe you find a Bible reading plan, whether if it's like on renewal or mm-hmm. on savor mm-hmm. or on gratitude or the, or just do the just year long, the just read the scripture. Reading God's word. Yes. He's going to bring it to light and yep. reveal things to your heart yeah i told somebody the other day about god's word and the reason to read it Mm -hmm. not only is it life-giving not only is it Mm -hmm. alive not Mm -hmm. only does it change your life and helps to transform you but god's word is a galvanizer Mm. it's a galvanizer you think about I like it. that word. Yeah, I know you like that <laughs> word. But it is. It's a galvanizer of I never thought about that. How God has created us uh-huh. and has um created us for purpose. He's created us for himself and he's given us his word to equip us and to prepare us and to transform us mm-hmm. uh to do those good works to do those things that he's called us to do. And his word is galvanizing our purpose and his mission. It galvanizes us together. Mm, That's good. And when we fail to engage ourselves in reading God's word, then we miss out. We miss out on the blessing of being a part of that bigger picture. So, it's very important that when you're talking about your one word, this ain't about you. This is about no. what God is doing in you and through yes. you. And part of this needs to incorporate God's word in your daily mm-hmm. life. Yes. So so we want to encourage you. Think about it. Spend a little time. It's okay that we're on January 8th. That's all right. Spend some time. Pray about it. He'll reveal something to you if you ask him. Mm-hmm. He will. And then I had a friend share with me because I had shared with some at school, and she said, you better be careful what you pray for because then he's going to bring ways to teach you about this. You right. Know? 
Um, but she said she was up for the challenge, so I loved it. You got anything else, honey? Nope. Hey, well, we want to wish you and your families a very happy new year. Yes. So grateful to be back at it uh, tonight and this week as we uh, launch uh, this year's uh, podcasts. And we hope that it's an encouragement to you and to your families. And uh, if there's anything that Lisa or I can do for you, uh, please uh, reach out to us uh, by email, by phone, uh, through social media, however we can pray for you and serve you and your families. We would love to be able to do so. And remember that two are better better than than one. one. And And a a cord cord of three three strands strands is not easily broken. broken.